1: Too. I'll hang up and listen. Brought to you by Fatty Beer Company, Buffalo's premier market and tap room. Eight different Western New York locations, over three hundred beers to choose from. Make sure you check out Fatty Beer, opening seven days a week, 11:30 in the morning till 10:30 p.m. and later. Live entertainment and trivia at all eight locations, and of course, one of Western New York's only kid and dog family bars. And let's not forget, while wow, my co-host rubs his microphone coming in over you. <laughs> you wanted to be a dj while we do the uh
0: yeah just trying to add something in the background here uh
1: buffalo go apparel company buffalo's one of buffalo's best spots if you're looking for any of your buffalo sports apparel needs your shirts your hats your hoodies buffalo really does have it all um from their buffalo logo trucker hat which i have on tap right here um or Similar, the Buffalo NH NFL Shield hat as well. Two of my favorites that they offer, Buffalo Logo Recently gave uh, one of each away. Um, great, great lids to have. I'm a big hat guy myself. Make sure you go check them out at Buffalo Logo Co. on Instagram and Twitter, at Fatty Beer on Instagram and Twitter. But the Sabres win after going down to a 2-0 hole, and they storm back and win 5-2. to two. Uh, Hurls, before we really dive into it, like what was your reaction to those two quick goals in the first period?
0: I mean, it's it's typical of this team. I think they've I saw a stat that they've given up two or more goals. I think 22 times in 49 games this season. So almost half of the games they've played, this has happened, and it just seems like for whatever reason, they they were largely the better team in the first eight minutes. They were they were out shooting the Sharks. They were out chancing them. And then on the first goal on the second shot of the game, they uh, they let up a goal, which I think UPL was screened on, but kind of a weird play. And uh, Vlasic just fired it home, and then Ryan Johnson tips it in, in in front of UPL. So I wouldn't necessarily put either one on him, but it just seems like this team, if they can't get one up, get one for themselves early, they're very susceptible to giving up one themselves. So typical, especially considering the other night. Down three, one in the first of the kings. But it's a really good sign that they've been able to storm back. They have they weren't able to do that early in the year, and that was their uh their their main problem. So yep. signs of encouragement moving forward, but yeah, definitely coming out of the all-star break, gotta get off to quicker starts with tangible scoring differences. Uh,
1: agreed. agreed. I I uh listen, um I, I tweeted out after they came back and tied it I was mildly impressed um la is a little bit more impressive than San Jose because San Jose is just a you know a train wreck this year um but it is encouraging uh what's not encouraging is the injury to Jack Quinn um i uh it looked bad or else it looked it looked pretty bad
0: yeah so I think we can both establish right from here that we're not doctors. And we have no medical history or experience. So what we say here is not to be taken as bond. Uh, A doctor on Twitter did respond to me with a a video of the replay. And he said MCL or ACL based upon his initial impression.
1: MCL is the the, the, the worst of two evils there. Uh,
0: ACL would be the worst.
1: No, I said no. I mean, the lesser of E2 the, two, well, the lesser of two evils. Yes, an, uh, MCL is a lesser of two evils there.
0: If it's an MCL sprain based upon my uh history of dealing with fantasy football injuries, I think that would be less than a month. ACL, he's out for the year. Yeah, anything, re- for the year. anything related to his Achilles, which I saw you uh ask about it online, I asked about it. It's
1: I the haven't. same leg,
0: it is the same leg.
1: It's the same leg. Yep. I I, I had, I had two different people say it was the same leg. So nobody from like the team confirmed it, but
0: I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying though. Like I don't necessarily trust random people because I did a fair amount of research and I wasn't able to find. Yeah. I tried looking it up too. No,
1: No. nobody specified right or left.
0: Uh, I, I, one random person said left, but yeah, nobody really knows. So therefore I'm not going to trust that at all. I really like have no faith in that whatsoever it's kind of frustrating in hockey that it's always upper body, lower body, and they never specify the actual injury. In this case, we knew it was an Achilles, but we don't know which one it was. When I immediately saw him grab t- down towards his leg yeah. and especially in the way that he even tried to get up. Yeah. In the way that the foot kind of like bent the way that it did leads me to believe that it, it is the same leg, which would just be absolutely devastating. Um, Max Pacioretty uh, tore his Achilles twice in less than a year I think and he was a guy that actually reached out to Jack when after he tore his Achilles back in June Mm -hmm. I was reading a Buffalo news story about that during the third period so you gotta hope that it's not that uh that would be just absolutely devastating uh I don't think Pacioretty's been able to come back from that um yeah obviously really really bad he's been probably the Sabres maybe top three, top four player since he's returned from his injury in, in late December. So that would be really devastating. Dylan cousins has really started to play well since he's been back. He's had uh, a little bit of a resurgence himself. Um, So on all fronts, that would just be horribly, horribly, horribly depressing for this team, just as they're starting to pick up their stride a little bit. January was by far their best month of the season, without a doubt. Uh, It was probably their easiest month in terms of strength of schedule, Mm -hmm. but, you did see start to see signs of encouragement from this team. So that would be really, really bad.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I, I put this out there before. I mean, I think JJ Paterica, I mean, obviously, I, I, I'd be remiss to say that like him and Quinn together are they bring out the best in each other. But I think Paterica has shown for the majority of the season that he can score really no matter where you put him. Um, with a small stint of obviously there was like a like 3 weeks there where he didn't score a goal but like for the most part he's been very consistent he's their leading scorer with with 18 um you know we we saw the Owen Tippett contract get signed this week uh 6.2 million for 8 years very good comparable for both Jack Quinn and JJ Paterka. uh it, it for me it's like i think we're looking at a 7 million dollar player here Let's yeah. be real. Like, I mean
0: six and a half, seven. And if yeah, continues-
1: I said six and a half, I said six and a half after goal one. I was like, oh, he's probably gonna get seven. Uh and he's trending towards thirty goals in the season. That's roughly what you pay a 30 goal score. Um, hopefully, you know, that works out. I mean, I- if
0: he gets 30, like more than earned it. So
1: yeah. And um, every everything
0: about his development up until this point has shown that he's gotten better every single year.
1: All with right. that, with that being said, um who fills his shoes i i tweet it's got to be kulik you have to yeah, bring it. i
0: mean I you think need both. both
1: you need we're both. both we're both in the same mindset
0: that it should be kulik but it's probably not going to be kulik
1: like it can't be tyson jost it can't be it can't be um I mean, olafson has been sitting yeah so it's you it's need probably kulik. gonna be olifson we just dis- i discussed in our podcast earlier um Yep, uh, Lance Laskowski has just confirmed it is the same leg. <laughs> yes, yeah, so hopefully it's not the Achilles, which he ruptured last offseason. Um, but it, it can't be Tyson Jost, man. It can't be Brett Murray. Like, you need a top six. You're not a guy that can uh, slot into your top six. Um, I... I, 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 I I, I like i i wish i like Victor olson I, I would like i would love for victor Olsen to slot in somewhere and start scoring and get out of this you know i don't know what you call it with him this this they're trying to trying to turn him into a player that he just isn't um i won't deny that he hasn't been better a better defensive player but at the end of the day like his job is to score goals he's not scoring goals and he's not being put in position to score goals they want to slot Olsen in that spot and he can score goal he can score yeah, I'm all for it. I don't care how good he is defensively right now. If he can put the puck in the net, just let him off the leash. But if you're calling somebody up for me, it has to be it has to be Erie Kulik. Yeah. You need somebody to give you a spark on the power play. Um, my opinion, you put him right on that first unit and just let him go.
0: That would be great. Uh, I think he's earned it. He's proved that he can play at the AHL level. He's an AHL All Star two years in a row. He's uh, almost a point-per-game player. You saw him at the World Juniors. He was one of the best players in that tournament, Mm -hmm. which he should have been. And every level he's played at, I know he's young. He's 20 years old, but we see 18-year-olds in this league uh, have success all the time, as we've seen with Zach Benson. So, yeah, I really hope they do. But knowing this management and this team, it's probably going to be very cool.
1: Any, any word on Kib, uh, on Quinn from Captain Ahab? Um, all we know so far is it's the left leg, and from a Twitter doctor that Hurley had some, Hurl's had some engage with it, could be an ACL or MCL. And
0: also, it's the same leg as an Achilles injury. So,
1: yeah. um, could be that. Agreed. Uh, let's the Sharks not let's get ahead of ourselves. Paterka's on fire. UPL had me worried after the first two goals, as you stated earlier. Like, I don't really think we could put that on UPL. Maybe positionally, maybe he could have taken up a little bit more. Not on the first, but you can't see the shot; you can't stop it. You know, you have yeah. and, and
0: it was it was a bullet too. I know. Yeah, he, he,
1: yeah. He blew it by UPL, that and was. it was
0: just it, it was a seeing-eye shot. I uh, I don't I don't put that on him. And he he made a few really big saves in the first period yeah. to keep them in it. Uh, I think it was at two-one. Or even two zero. So uh, he responded really well, just like Levi Um, the other night.
1: Yeah, Hurls really wanted to say Achilles here, Achilles heel. Uh, Yeah, I I was, I was,
0: I was trying to think of the word earlier, but I, uh, given the nature of this situation,
1: yeah, big win, slow start. Uh, Colin Smith said on the broadcast that after he got off the ice, he said they said he did put pressure on his leg. I mean, that is a good sign, I guess. I. Just with him, he's platform. like,
0: "It's such a oh my boy, OC." If it's all <laughs> clear, they don't bring up Kulik, they don't care. Yeah, they don't. As as we've as we've discussed many times, like from a development perspective, both Donnie and Kevin Adams, it's just like it doesn't seem like they have any real tangible thought. I mean, aside from bringing up Kulik for one game, playing in seven minutes. And then sending him down right after that. That that's all that we've seen thus far. So
1: I like this comment from Captain Ahab. Team defense is playing the way it should. Rebounds cleared. UPL saw shots clean, with the exception of the first one. Uh UPL has always played well with a structured defense. Agreed. And I I me and you've said it multiple times on, on the show that you know if you could play good structured, sound defense in front of either of these goalies, you're gonna win hockey games. Um up until I think the new year. That was non-existent. Yeah. And you look at UPL's numbers. I was before the game,
0: he's under two five and he's above. He might even be above nine ten now. So that's all you could ask for going into this season from a guy that's not shown much consistency up until this point. And he's been largely really consistent, especially recently. So obviously a really good sign moving forward. And hope he can keep it up. Uh, obviously. Don't know what's going to happen with Levi. Uh, They've got a week and a half off here. I'm not sure how that aligns up with the AHL schedule. Mm -hmm. But if you can get that guy reps, that is the best possible thing right Mm -hmm. now. So I hope they do that. Uh, I'm fine with Comrie being a backup. I think he's not been horrible in the games that he's played in the NHL. Obviously, it's been a little bit. But I think you ride with UPL and you try to figure it out. Uh, I think any extended time of Levi sitting is not good for him right now.
1: I agreed. Uh, Pat Shreddy is also in his thirties. Duclair, I, I, before you know, I'll let I'll finish this statement. Duclair took almost all season to come back to his form in Florida. Um, I, I, we were talking earlier about possible Trinades trade scenarios because I think you and I would agree that you can't build a winner unless you're able to make good hockey trades. Like you can't just depend on it on draft drafting guys and, and free agency. We've seen how that worked in Buffalo in the past. Um, you know, we don't have to really go down that rabbit hole, but I love, love, love Anthony Duclair. I always have. I loved him before he signed with Florida on a $1 million a year deal. And that's a guy who plays a little bit of an edge, has some finesse, has some skill, goes to the dirty areas. I, 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 he was probably the only guy on that team tonight that actually stood out for me.
0: Yeah, no, obviously his speed, one of his best assets. Yeah. two, Two seasons away from a 31 goal season. He had 58 points in 74 games two years ago with Florida. Obviously, a much better team. He only has 16 and 43. This year, of course, on one of the worst teams in the NHL we've seen in a long time. But obviously, he's still very young. I think he's, yeah, I mean, not very young, but he's 28. You know, like, yeah. Obviously, the Sharks will be sellers at the deadline. I would love, yeah. obviously, Hurdle's contract. Hey. Hurdle, Hurdle's contract wouldn't be great, but just the the Hurdle Avenue connection with Thomas Hurdle would just lead yeah. to so many. So I many. Would find
1: Logan Couture. I mean, yeah, Logan's a guy. He's Bill a guy he who fill a role. He would fill a role on this team. He's a guy that you know, much like Duclair, knows knows what it takes to score goals in this league. Isn't a, isn't just a perimeter player. So I wouldn't mind guys like that either. Like I, I, you you have these teams that are going to be selling, like, like most likely the Calgary, you know, Ottawa, your um, San Jose, Anaheim. There are players on these teams with contracts still left on, like terms still left on their contracts that you could trade some of these assets or picks away and in return for players that are going to help you win now. And like just all four of those teams, there are players that are available on all four of those rosters. And I think that's what you need, need to, in order to get this team back on track going into next season. It's just guys who you have your top six, right? You have your top six. You have a guy like Casey Middlesex who can slot into your top six, even on your first line, whenever you need him to, you need three scoring lines in the league. And I think that should be a big, big, big focus in the off season is, Finding two wingers for that third line if you don't keep Casey around, and that's a big. I that's have big. To keep Casey middlestat Well, you say that, but we saw that to. you have. to – Let me finish. You have to, and I agree. You want him around, but you're probably paying up to fourteen million dollars a year between Quinn and Paterka. You're gonna have to pay. I mean, there are guys that are gonna have to you're gonna get bumps in pay. Like UPL is gonna be up. What are you gonna pay UPL? What I mean, eventually you'll pay Devin Lee. And all these are questions you don't want to think about having to answer, but they are.
0: No, and for sure. You gotta
1: and if you're paying seven million a year to those two guys each, just throwing it out there, then what are you giving Casey middlestat He's been a point per game player. I, know. I, know.
0: I mean, it's it could be as high as seven, five, maybe even eight. Uh, that would be more than cousins and Thompson, but Especially at the same time, given what we've seen over the course of the past two and a half years, he's been your most consistent and best forward. Yeah. So but- playmaker, he you put him on any line. I think even even Walt Sabermatrix tweeted today, like they put him on his uh they put him on a line that would hinder his future contract. Uh yeah, and he's still ceiling, like, and then he's still got two points. Like yeah. any player that they've put him with this year, he's produced. He's been great with Skinner. That's- He's been great with Greenway. He's been great with Benson. Like he's been good with everybody,
1: and that's and that's why he's an outlier uh, compared to the rest of this roster. Because you, you put him in just about any situation, is he a physical player? No, he's not going to go to the net the way he's Sam right
0: along the boards, though.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's not in terms of like he's not going to go to the net the way Skinner does or Sam no, Reinhart. Not his role, well. score his goals, but he's not just a perimeter player. Um, he's the outlier on this roster. He's he offers something else that. A lot of these guys that you do have locked up long-term don't um, you you look at your top six. Those are locked in, right? Um, then you look at your bottom six. Well, you can't keep Kulik down for another year. So he's in there, right? You can't keep Rosen down. So he's in there, right? So that leaves you with four, four spots to fill. Well, I mean, is Peyton Krebs part of the solution next year? Is he still around? Um, Probably. Jordan Greenway, he is a Don Granado guy. I don't see him leaving. I just He's don't. He's been great. He's, He's been, been really great. good. So now that leaves you with two slots. Casey Middlestat. Now that leaves you with one slot. You need flexibility in your lineup. I'm not advocating for Casey Middlestat to not be on this hockey team. But it, when push comes to shove, and you look at the salary cap, you need to have some flexibility with the cap, even though it's projected to go up. Can you afford to pay 24 million plus to the or 21? To 24 million, maybe more, who knows, to those three guys. I mean, three of your best players. So I, I don't, disagree, can... with I don't yeah, disagree with you. I don't disagree with you.
0: I really, I really do think that they can. So I'm not
1: sure what the cap, I mean, I'm, not, I'm no cap guru, but um, I think you need to make it a priority to lock those two guys up first because Owen Tippett just on a market. I think that you want to jump on the opportunity to, and, hey, maybe they take this Quinn injury in stride and they say, Hey, uh, they use the you can't stay healthy. Seems to be, we want to put you on a, Yeah, it really, it
0: really depends on yeah. what happens with, you this. know? So I, uh, I mean, I was encouraged about Casey Middlestad
1: as I am Jack Quinn. So I, yeah I, I don't, and again, I don't disagree with you, but yeah. it's just, you we'll can't everybody. For sure. You, you can't, sure. you can't. at the same
0: time, the team is still young. They're all still developing. This is Middlestad's best season of his career obviously, Paterkas as well, and they're only going to get better. I think that uh, yeah, and you could you could probably even get a bargain at at, at the same time. so yeah.
1: from Kevin here, is it me or is Benson not look that impressive as of late? uh Captain a have followed up, but if you watch Benson, he does not hurt your team, he comes back on defense and backchecks. agreed. um I listen that's what, I didn't even say Zach Benson's name. He's on this team next year, of course.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, but I
1: mean, you know, what I mean, I'm saying these guys' names, and it's less room, less room, less room, less room, like
0: for sure. I, I mean, it's it's a good problem to have. Um, I think at the end of the day, like Tage Thompson needs to become Tage Thompson again. Uh, Skinner, I'm not, I'm not worried about. He's always going to score goals. Didn't do much today, but I think he's still recovering from his injury. Yeah, so, I I think it, then. he's going to be fine. I thought Tuck had a really good game. Yeah, like. Compared to other lineups, it is, like, a little bit different throughout the league. But at the same time, like, they are very young, aside from Skinner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I think you, you lean into that and and hope Cousins plays the way that he did this month compared to the start of the season. Agreed. Tate Thompson gets back to the, the flashes that we've seen this year and then obviously way more similar to last year than the entirety of this year. Uh, it's not the easiest position to be in. But at the same time, the foundation is there and they've been playing much better. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, I think those at least Paterk and Middlestat are a priority.
1: Yeah, uh, actually, Joey Siltana, intern Joey, a couple clicks for him. Uh, handled the, the game thread tweet today. Did it in stride. Good job, bud. Uh, hats off to you. So a couple clicks for him um, from Gene Marks. Again, I don't even try. Uh, I'm sorry, I go with Benson on that line and Victor Olsen needs to be on the line, on a line with Casey. I mean, it, it, realistically, again, this is all depending on what's going on with Jack Quinn. I think that's the guy you do put Olsen with. You know what I mean? Like you put him with Casey if you want to get the best out of him. I think Casey's a good distributor of the puck. He has great eyes, good vision, you know, high IQ player. Um, he'll find a way to get Olsen that puck into that sweet spot where really he likes it. Um, I I'm in total agreement with that. So personally we'd love to see it be Kulik, but chances are it's going to be Olson.
0: Yeah. Older Kulik,
1: older Kulik, older Kulik who is sealing it would probably be a lot higher. Um, What's your uh, analysis on performance of defenseman Bryson? Um,
0: I think he had a really rough start. He uh, had a couple giveaways. Uh, I think his, Giveaway led to the Sharks' second goal. Uh, He was a little bit weak on the puck in the defensive zone. I think that's kind of his calling card, given that he is a a little bit of a smaller guy. I do think he responded. And, I mean, the entire team did defensively, and they were better towards the end of the game. And I even saw, I think it was Harrington said he was was pretty good uh, in L.A. And I kind of noticed that, too. I thought his best asset is his skating. He's a really, really good skater. And he can keep up with almost anybody, but obviously his physicality, uh, is, is lacking given how small he is, but mm-hmm. I think Jacob Bryson is what Jacob Bryson is at this point. He he's a puck
1: carrying uh, defenseman who's just not going to offer you much physical He's and,
0: your seventh emergency defenseman, yeah. who's not going to be a long term in So at this point, he's a stopgap, and you hope you can survive. And the past two games they have. So
1: Thompson is soft. If Thompson is injured, he should rest, struggling, lacks energy, push drive. Um, I didn't hate Thompson's game, I thought he had a lot of, a lot of. Looks, I wouldn't say great chances, but looks. He's a guy this year, and I thought about this during the game. For me, it's like, what does that? Guy, what does he got to do to start getting that puck to the end of the net? Because there are a lot of times, a lot of sequences in games where he really takes over shifts, and it seems like he's doing everything but scoring. um I, I don't know, like what's it going to take for him to start getting back at that pace he was last year? It's pretty clear to me that he's playing through 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 some injuries. But that's a guy that I keep on saying that's a guy. Um, I uh, you need him to start scoring. You need you need him to be your leading goal scorer. Um, it shouldn't be JJ Paterka.
0: Yeah, obviously. Um, I thought he was a little weak on the puck tonight. I thought he was losing pucks that he normally doesn't. His his handle. His uh, stick handling ability in the past has always been one of his his strong suits. And especially in the offensive zone, I thought he was getting the puck knocked off pretty easily when he hasn't in the past. So that's maybe something to work on, and it could be related. He had a hand injury earlier in the year, and it could be something as simple as that. So you get a week and a half off here. I think it's coming at the right time for this team. You get Samus healthy. You pray Jack Quinn's injury is an MCL sprain, not an ACL or an Achilles. And you make a push in February because the trade deadline is going to be determinant of how you perform in those games in in the middle and the end of February, because it's coming up in early March. So you're either a seller or a buyer. And I think all of us want them to be a buyer to add something to that forward group, maybe another defenseman, maybe a veteran goalie to have a little bit more confidence when we don't play UPL and we don't have to sit Levi
1: for two weeks. So.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's it's a good time to have a week and a half off and you go from there.
1: Uh from Captain A I have a little insider information. My seats are my seats at games are behind the Sabres bench. I can tell you numerous times this season, Tage has come back to the bench riffing, rocking back and forth in pain. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you really like um just come back from some of the injuries he's suffered. He's linked to two separate ones this year so far. Uh I I, I it's clear as day. He's hurt. He's trying his best to play through it. Um, that's why I don't get too worried about that contract and what he's capable of because when he's hundred percent, I think you see a lot. You see him t- taking that shot a lot more often than he is right now. I think he's definitely affected that first power play. Um, I don't know. what hand, are, are him and Olofsson opposite Opposite shoot. Uh, hands.
0: Oliphant's yeah. left Thompson. Right. They
1: maybe get somebody else in that spot and maybe put Thompson in the bumper. I don't know. I, I, it's just not working. It's really, really hurting that power play.
0: I mean, the power play in general, I just get so frustrated watching them trying to enter the zone. They cannot mm-hmm. enter the zone confidently against any team and regain possession. I think they just need to wholeheartedly just try something new. Because more often than not, not the puck is getting turned over right at the blue line and being cleared down the ice five or six mm-hmm. times every single power play. They're trying to force it into the zone. They're putting three or four guys right on the blue line, and it's just not working. They're banging their head against a wall. Mm-hmm. So maybe dub it in with some speed. We've talked about this before. cross ice dump. Anything to potentially gain possession a little bit farther down in the defensive zone or the offensive zone in their case. And set it up from there because what they're doing right now is just absolutely mad it.
1: Yeah, uh, here's a little little tidbit from intern Joey. Sabers are five and zero with Price in the lineup. <laughs>
0: okay. I wonder what the win percentage of those teams is.
1: I uh, whatever man, five and zero. Joey, please find out
0: the win percentage of the teams that Jacob. You know Rice who's 16 played. though
1: in the last 16? The the uh Edmonton Oilers.
0: 16 wins in a row.
1: Since firing their head coach. They are, I think they've lost like
0: five times, something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: And they were like two, nine, and one to begin the year. It is honestly just just, it just shows way. like how much talent's on that team.
1: Just saying, I'm not advocating for an in-season change, but the uh, Edmonton Oilers are 16 and O's. It's firing their head coach. I was going to say who was
0: Tase Thompson's junior coach, but it was Don Granato.
1: Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, right. Unfortunately, uh, we
0: can't just do the same thing as the Oilers did with. We'll find, find out
1: who coached Darlene over and in, over in, in, uh, and. Yeah. Who was that guy? Um, it was uh, he, he, he. was in the same circles as Kruger.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, that's a thing, uh, Forget uh, his name, but it was a Swedish coach. That, yeah, he
1: was highly regarded. The same yeah. time we were looking, and then for he, he went, then he went over to Switzerland. I forget his name. Yeah, can but, somebody in the chat still, remember? Find out. Remember that. And Phil hasn't
0: gotten an NHL opportunity, as far as I know. Phil so, Housley. What's that? Phil Housley. No, no, the, that that coach. Well, that guy. I said it. Phil. No, it's the not a, Phil, and I mean, it's not I
1: mean, Axelson. Axelson, No, it, it's it's like an R name. I'm almost positive an our name.
0: Yeah. Well, either way. I think we're uh, we're not stuck with with Donnie, but we're at least going to have him. His correctly.
1: contract extension doesn't kick in until after this season. I just don't see them firing him midseason. You know, Pagula yeah. probably doesn't want to be paying another coach to not coach for him. For sure. So I think
0: we just got to live with it and, and figure it out. But I think big picture, after a pretty abysmal start to the year, they're 22, 23, and 4, obviously under 500. But if you get the same amount of wins and losses with some overtime losses, I at least in terms of the NHL's insane point system, I consider that to be close to 500. Mm-hmm. And you're seven points out of a wild card spot at the All Star break.
1: Yep, and they have Not a couple. The- days, they have a couple days off here. They play the Stars back at home. Uh, they-
0: Not the end of the world when you really look at it. Stars like, it-
1: are very back and forth team this year.
0: Yeah, and and I'm just like given everything that they've gone through, a lot of injuries. Skinner's been out a couple times. Tage's been out. Darlene's obviously been – it's not his best year by any means. I think they're not in the worst spot given everything that's happened. <laughs> and if they continue to play the way that they did in January, of course, like pretty horrible schedule. Like you'll see what happens. Yo, yeah, here we like go. Phillies, Leafs, Philly, Abs. Wow. Wow. And now oh, – and. Well, that would, that would make it because he played against the Sharks today. So six, that, so, six and zero. Oh. Would that be six and zero? Oh? I'm not sure. Have we beaten Philadelphia this year?
1: Uh, according to according to him, we have.
0: Yeah, we beat them once, and then we lost the next game. I know that. Um, hmm, that's pretty crazy. I mean, we always beat the Leafs.
1: So I, I just... Isn't it weird too? It's like the team that we just have their number, but yeah. we, we we lose. But then we lose to some dog shit. It drives me nuts. We lose to Anaheim, but we'll beat the Leafs. Um I don't know man you got you're playing a lot of these west coast teams back at home team is not buffalo has not been the greatest home team I uh Oh man Let's see the
0: let's see the February schedule
1: I'm looking at it right now you have the Stars on the 6th then you follow up with the Blues the Blues have been decent um I think that I want to say they're third in the central Kings might have a new coach by mid February well, actually, no, the, the blues are the fifth in the central. They're 25-20 and two. That's a very good central division, though. Yeah. Um, whereas the east, I think, I think we saw that it's you gotta be uh come in right around 92 points to possibly get one of those wild card spots. Buffalo is playing an 88 point right, pace right now. So I think the east just hasn't been as strong as it has been the past couple of years, which Leaves the door open that if Buffalo does want to go on a run, haha, laugh at Dwayne, yada, yada, yada. But if that does happen, you need to do it now um, and put yourself back in that conversation.
0: Not the easiest February. Uh, obviously, Stars, Blues, Kings might have a new coach in mid-February, so that could
1: give them a bump. Friedman, uh, uh, Elliot Friedman tweeted out that Eric Johnson's name has been heard in trade circles. Did see trip. that as
0: well. I also saw Jordan Greenway was on when he was in some article.
1: I don't see him getting traded, man. I think I, Donnie I loves him. Either. Uh
0: Panthers after that. I'm you have three, pair. you have
1: four total division games in February. I mean, the Panthers, I mean you want to win, but that's not a team you really need to gain points on. You're not going to. But you have you have games against the Canadians. Again, again, it's twice against the Panthers, actually. And then obviously the must win would be against Tampa at the end of the month.
0: Yeah. So not an easy month, but also not the worst month. You have the Canadians, the Blue Jackets, the uh, Ducks as well. So see what happens. Hopefully they're a little bit more healthy. Hopefully Jack Quinn is able to recover from whatever happened there. So
1: yeah, I I'm gonna be checking Twitter quite often uh, to see what you know the outlook on that is. It's because uh, it, it's scary. That was a scary, scary looking injury. Um, your three stars for tonight.
0: I'll go with uh, middle stat third star. Just another ho-hum performance for him. Put him on a different line. Two really good assists. I thought he was great along the boards. Uh, their best forward in – it's more than the first half of the season now, but before the all-star break all around. He's been one of the best five-on-five forwards in the NHL this season, and I think that's the best indication of – consistency from a forward so i put him at three i thought cousins had a great night put him at two uh i thought uh coming off his performance uh against the kings the other night he was he was really really good obviously a couple good plays to Paterka, and just generally he looks faster he looks more physical he looks Mm -hmm. a little bit like his old self from the past couple years and then first star uh, jj Paterka, uh two goals 18 on the year he's already surpassed his point total from last year We talked about it coming into the season. He was one of the best players at the World Championships last spring, and it was a pretty good indication of what we were going to see uh, this year, and he has over-exceeded those expectations. He's been, obviously, the Sabres' best goal scorer, but all around he's been one of their best forwards as well. So that is mine, and hopefully we continue to see that moving forward.
1: Uh yeah, uh definitely 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 agree. Uh, a little bit different for me than you. Um, I have as my third star. Sorry, just updating it right now. I'm gonna give it to uh Alex Tuck. But uh, Tuck had a real game. Uh, beautiful pass off the boards. Uh, Master got the boards after that. Working on the boards with Middle Stat. Uh, over to uh, was that the Paterka goal? Yeah, Paterka. No, yeah. Greenway. It was a Greenway. Greenway,
0: the second yeah. one. Yeah. yeah
1: that and I like that line a lot tonight, man. I did. Right. They were good tonight. Um, I wasn't too sure about Tage uh, Skinner and Akposo. I just Skinner
0: Skinner had zero shots, zero zero shot attempts.
1: Akposo so. offers nothing to that line. Yeah, I just offers nothing to that line. Um, <laughs> hey, second second the with two apples tonight. We're gonna go with Casey Middlestat uh, again. Just Casey doing Casey things. We joked about it earlier on Walt's tweet. That you know, he's put on the uh, let's ruin his future contract line, and he didn't let it hinder him. Him and Tuck, I don't
0: good. necessarily agree with just because Greenway's been so good and they've played together. And I haven't
1: hated Greenway at all. I also
0: like Tuck has been a lot better recently,
1: so yeah. And then first star, same as you, Jan Jason Paterka looked fantastic again. He's really come into his own on this West Coast trip, especially after that like three week goalless drought that he went on. Um, He's everywhere on the ice, in and around the net. Everything just seems to be going in for him. Um, I'd be interested to see what his shooting percentage is right now, honestly, because he's just – last five games, he's really been on fire. Um, <clears throat> also with points and goals in this game, obviously, Cousins with a goal and two assists. Um, Mitz with two apples. Paterka with two goals. Alex Tuck with a goal and an assist. Green with a goal. Owen Power with, a, uh, with an assist and Jack Quinn with an assist. Uh, UPL with 23 saves on, 25 shots against. Um, Yeah, I think that the only bad thing we can really talk about in this game is A, the slow start, and B, the Jack Quinn injury and how that's going to affect Cousins and Paterica. I, I think it'll affect Cousins more than it would affect Paterica. Yeah,
0: but I do think this stretch he's had here, is going to wake him up a little bit. I really do. I, I, I think he, of course, maybe he was dealing with something, but he just looked like a different player. He was zapped to his confidence, but now that he's had this two to three week stretch where he has his speed back, he has his physicality. I'm really encouraged about Dylan cousins uh, in in the second half of the year.
1: So Uh, just remember everybody, this is brought to you by fatty beer company, Buffalo's premier market and tap room eight different Western New York locations with over 300 beers to choose from open 1130 a.m. till 1030 p.m. And later and live entertainment and trivia at all eight locations. And of course, one of Western New York's only kid and dog friendly bars. And let's not forget Buffalo Go apparel company. One of the best spots to get all of your Buffalo sports apparel needs. When it comes to your hats, your shirts, your hoodies, make sure you get it a Buffalo apparel, the NHL shield NHL shield uh, trucker hat here. Also available in black and uh, black and red go ahead colors, and of course the NFL shield Buffalo Bills hat as well. Um, make sure you check out at Buffalo Logo Co. Instagram and Twitter at Fatty Beer on Instagram and Twitter. Hurls any final thoughts?
0: I think four out of six on that road trip is not bad. Obviously, pretty pretty horrible game against the Ducks. Uh, inexcusable in in many different ways, but. Their response after that, especially being down 3-1 to the Kings in the first period the other night, coming back to win that game and also coming back to win this game as well. It's a good sign moving forward. I think you try to take this momentum into February. You've got four games at home coming out of the break. Try to get as healthy as you possibly can. And then why not go on a run? Why not us? You know, why not they us, uh, they, uh, they missed it last year. And I think the, the best thing that you have on your side right now is that you have – Probably the best goaltending situation you've had in a long time. So the three or four times that this franchise has been good is when they've been able to rely on a very, very quality NHL goalie. And UPL has played like that, at least over the past month or two. So you try to ride him. You see what happens with Levi over the break. Maybe bring in a veteran goaltender so that Levi can get more reps, but Right now, Uko Lukin is the starting goalie of this team, and you try to keep scoring goals and rely on that moving forward. So I'm encouraged. I'm not as down as maybe we should be. We'll
1: see on Jack Quinn.
0: But I think there are reasons for optimism,
1: and we press on into February. Uh, he meant to write the Sharks, not the Blue Jackets. So it is 5-0. Oh. Uh, omit the Blue Jackets from keep that. playing uh,
0: Jacob Bryson. You're undefeated with Jacob Bryson. You're
1: undefeated with Jacob Bryson. Um Hey, I'm all about it. Whatever gets you the W. Final thoughts for me is actually before your thoughts, actually, because we didn't do a post game on that comeback win against LA. I thought again I, they were down three to one, but I watched some of the highs. For the first, like they didn't have a bad period, man. And no. I even tweeted it out. I was just like, "This is what you get when the only NHL action your goalie sees is in two and a half weeks. What did you expect was going to happen?" Like.
0: It was, a, it was a weird night. Uh, there were a lot of – so I was in the building, and there were a lot of very sad Buffalo Bills fans there cheering for the Sabres. So getting down 3-1 to one early was really, really bad for, for the vibes for all of us. We were all still reeling from that loss. But at the same time, just from watching the game, as you said, like it wasn't as bad as it looked. Uh, they – Scored that first goal pretty soon after the first goal from the Kings. And mm-hmm. then the two after that, I, I mean, you could put the second one or the third one on Levi, maybe, but he was also making really good saves. It was a wide open game. I thought it, i bet the under and I was absolutely wrong. It was up and down the ice and it was a breakneck pace. And I thought that they responded about as well as they could have. The second period was their best period of hockey the entire season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the kid line, Paterka, Cousins and Quinn, were unbelievable and Paterka was the best player on the ice the entire night he was so unbelievably fast he was four checking he was drawing penalties he had three points two goals um yeah he was he was incredible so yeah it was really really nice to see especially for for all of us there that really needed that the other night so that was, yeah, after, was nice.
1: after another gut-wrenching bills playoff loss to end the season, uh, definitely need a W there from the Sabers, and they they pulled through. Obviously, it just doesn't taste the same. Uh, unless that win the Sabers would have had would have clinched like a playoff spot or something, but just doesn't. Obviously, I don't know. Um, I thought Levi um, was very impressive after giving up three in the first to shut the door the next forty the way he did. Had a lot of big saves. Um, JJ was phenomenal. Um and then thankfully they took this momentum, that momentum and they brought it here into San Jose and hopefully they take the getting let, getting the four points in a row here uh into Buffalo against uh I'm sorry, what is it again, again on Tuesday? Stars. Stars. For
0: our first three game win streak of the year.
1: Yeah. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. And then you got then after that Saturday, when is the All-Star game?
0: Uh it's the third, so I think it's next Saturday.
1: Okay, so well it can't be next Saturday because the Sabres play on Saturday.
0: Um no no the Sabres next game is February seventh.
1: Oh, we're on the all now. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. I I okay. Yeah, so the Sabres an all-star break. We're sending Dolly to the all-star game. Um and then first game back will be February 6th against the stars. And then they don't play again until Saturday, February 10th against the blues, both at home. They have four games in a row here at home, actually before they go on the road to the, against the wild, on the 17th. So that being said, uh, this has been, I'll hang up and listen brought to you by fatty beer and Buffalo. Go. Co. I am Dwayne for hurls. Sabres win five to two. Uh, look to make it three in a row after the all-star break. Enjoy your guy week. Enjoy the all-star break. Weekend looks like they're going to have some a different look to it this year. Uh I think they brought back the draft, right? They're, they're drafting teams. Yeah. Justin Bieber yeah. and Will Arnett are involved.
0: Yeah. And uh McDavid basically was the one that they uh, asked his opinion on what the all star our all star game should look like. And I think it's gonna be much more like it was in the past. There's the breakaway challenge, there's not any of like the gimmicks. With the yeah, I don't need to get anything it. like that. I think it's going to be fast paced. I think it's going to be entertaining, and it's going to no show off guys
1: skills. sitting around for too long. No,
0: and it's going to show off the skills of these guys, and I think that's going to be really good. So, what I read about it, I was was encouraged by what I read, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it.
1: I wouldn't mind them getting different personalities on microphone down on the ice level too, and interviewing these guys. Like, nothing against Emily Kaplan or any of those other other. I mean, I, I like them a lot, but. I think you need more outgoing, polarizing personalities that can probably relate to the players more. Um, and again, this isn't a shot at any anybody. I just I remember all star games from when I grew up, and you definitely the interviews were more intriguing and interesting, or funny. You had you know like more pace to it. You weren't had guys sitting around. Like I remember not. You, you know you you, you will probably have to wait. 20 minutes 20 to 30 minutes in between skills to see Darlene even touch a puck you know what I mean like I that, that doesn't make that doesn't make things interesting to me it's not I don't know I'm not all about that so uh we'll see how it goes um but enjoy your week everybody go Sabres um and we will talk to you guys later